Welcome to Fresh Takes on the Future of Work. We are focused on fresh perspectives from business and HR leaders about the future of work. FRESH is an acronym for freedom, resourcefulness, empathy, simplicity, and happiness. Values core to operating in the future of work. We all tie back to these while exploring interesting stories and actionable ideas. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jess Pagoni, co-founder and CEO of Luna, a technology platform that enables managers or their companies to offer personalized employment. Our guest today is Michael Hardin. Michael, along with her wife, M.A., are co-moms to twin boys, Jack and Finn. She is a professional connector, investor, and board member. For the past 11 years, Michael has led as co-founder of Juno Search Partners, a Philadelphia-based search and staffing firm. She is also a partner at Juno Capital, focused on investing in Philadelphia-based organizations. Last but not least, in her spare time, there's a good chance you'll find Michael perfecting her pickleball technique. Michael, so glad to have you here today. Thank you, Jess. Happy to be here. And I am so happy you, you led with co-mom because I think oftentimes that's like the last point of one's bio when, you know, really it's, it's the, the job that I'm most proud of, of course. Pickleball is number two, though, for now. <laughs> well, I'm happy to lead with momming. I'm a, a big advocate, as you know, and super, super glad to, to dive in with you now. Um, so it's time to get fresh with our first question, and that is, how do you define the future of work? I think that changes every day, and it has for the past 18 months almost. I think that everything was was kind of flipped upside down, and... Um, we're redefining it um, every single day. I, I look at this, you know, this, this time of, um, you know, of course, the, the global pandemic, and so much has shifted in, in such a short amount of time. But I think in, in a lot of ways, it was all of these things that the HR community, we were all chatting about for so many years. It was almost like somebody hit a big fast forward button and said, no, it's time to actually really make these actionable items. So, you know, things like remote first work and uh, four day work weeks and, um, you know, mental health, right? Not just putting something on your website, but really putting that into practice, you know, DEI strategy, so on and so forth. So I think that all of these things have really come to a head and have forced us to not just talk about these things in sessions at HR events, but really implement them in our companies. And so when I think about, you know, the future of work, I think, again, I think we're, we're living it and defining it and redefining it. But I think all of the, the you know, aforementioned strategies just, just kind of came to the top, just bubbled to the top. I, I, I totally appreciate that perspective, this fluidity to what is the future of work and, and potentially that it is never ending. It's this ongoing continuum. So dream big for a minute. If you can snap your fingers and, and make something happen right now, what's, what's one thing you would personally want to see permanently changed about work life? So I, you know, I, I love my kids and they have taught me so much. They just say, they just have this lens of the world that is so innocent and in some ways so deep. And, um, my, my son, Finn, 
uh, said a couple months ago, why do we have to go to school five days a week, but we're only home with you two days a week? And, you know, I, I've thought about that so often since, he's, since he said it, sort of like what to him feels like this sort of imbalance. And, um, you know, I forget, oh gosh, I should, have, I should have researched it before the podcast. I forget who wrote the four-day work week. Um, but if I could snap my fingers in Tim Ferriss, I think, I think it's, okay. All right. You're you're better than me. Um, four day work week is, is pretty close to the top of my, my, my list. I would say, um, you know, I think there just is such an imbalance and I think, um, you, people can be really productive for four days a week and have time to pursue other interests and have family time, all these things that make us, you know, sort of our our best whole selves. You know, I struggle with it, of course, at Juno, because at the end of the day, we're, we're service providers and, you know, we have to be available for our clients. Um, But if I could snap my fingers and change the world, I think that would be, that would be it for me the symmetry there in four days versus five and, you know, four, four versus three and five and two, like it just, it does feel better and an opportunity for maybe more people to think progressively about what should that work week look like? We have technology, we have the you know, capability to work so differently now. Why can't we evolve to that? So I like that wish. As for fresh takes. So freedom, resourcefulness, empathy, simplicity, happiness. Which area are you seeing or do you feel like is the most pressing right now as we think about the future of work and that employer-employee dynamic? I actually wrote a blog on this recently. I think that um, with the vaccination rollout and sort of hopefully knocking wood coming out of, you know, the, the COVID era, Um, although we'll be living with it for a long time, of course, I think employers are feeling a pull to make a policy and it feels like uh, in an extreme way. So we have some clients that say, nope, you got to come back. We've got all this office space downtown. I want my people back. I want to work together. We got to collaborate so much of our, you know, that happens in the office or on the flip side, you have like this changed everything. I'm giving up the office space. We're going to be a virtual company. It's worked really well. COVID has proven that to us. And I think my best advice during this time period is to, you know, just sort of let the ball bounce. I don't think that there's, I mean, there's certainly data and certainly organizational psychologists are are collecting data and, and, and doing really interesting research. But I, but I think the pendulum usually comes back to the middle, some right? And I think that that would be one, one thing I, I think some companies are getting wrong right now is the scramble to make a decision mm-hmm. when we really should be closing our mouths, opening our ears, listening to our employees, listening to measuring productivity, understanding the metrics of what's happening. So I think that you know, for us as an, as an example, we have, that has dramatically shifted and we will be shifted forever, right? Like we, uh, our, our employees and colleagues, we've been very productive at home. In a lot of cases, I can see all of our people, the, the stress, the, the same stress and speed and anxiety that was there when it was, you know, I got to get to the office at this time and I'm back-to-back meetings and this meeting's running over, but I'm going to miss my kid's bus. And, you know, some of that has really melted away. And 
you know, there's increased, I think, job satisfaction and work-life balance and all of those things. But I do think that we are going to have to figure out a way that we can still collaborate. And I don't, I, I, I'm just not one who can ignore face-to-face time. I mean, I think it's valuable and I think companies are going to have to find a way to get teams together, whether that's one or two days in the office, whether that's retreats every other month or or something like that. But I think we're going to have to pay close attention to that. At Luna, we call, we refer to this often as like structured flexibility. So creating those moments of connectedness and community while you're also giving people that, that freedom. But I need to make you choose one word here. Do you, is, is the word freedom you think that's most pressing right now? Or, or is it resourcefulness? It sounded like those two really popped yeah. there. I, I, freedom pops to the top, right? Because, and it's, and it's a theme that we've heard, you know, again, I personally love a little more freedom, right? And I've heard my, um, you know, our employees say, I've, I've got the freedom to decide to go get my kids off the bus, get them a snack, listen to how their day was, get them set up with homework, You know, the nanny's not doing that. I'm getting that time with my kids. And I love that. And then, you know, at 8.30 at night, I love to be able to catch up on my email for an hour and kind of see what happened, what I missed, set myself up for a good day tomorrow. And so I think, yeah, I would, if you're pinning me down to one word, I would say freedom. Thank you for playing along. I appreciate (laughs) that. So how do you think managers, like People leading people can best navigate the months ahead. Any any ideas or recommendations for people as they're trying to think about how to lead through through this this era? Yeah, I, again, I think a I think a lot of listening. Employees are talking about what they need and what they want and how they can best be successful. There's been a lot of movement in the job market. Companies are facing a lot of attrition. Companies are, you know, losing, losing good people. It's a highly competitive market right now. You know, so I think as recruiters, one thing that we have heard a lot of is my, my employer has not, my employer, my manager, or the leadership team, they're not communicating clearly what this is going to look like, or they're saying this, but their actions are saying something else. I don't feel confident in, in, how they're going to move this policy forward. I think they're going to bring us all back, but they're not saying that. And so I think the listening, right, and then clearly and effectively communicating your messaging to your teams, because people do not want to, I think Brene Brown says, clear is kind, right? And so it feels very unkind and uncertain for employees to not have that clear communication. Yeah. You know, communicate, communicate, communicate. I think we've all heard that phrase as well. And and right now I do I do think that's critically important. So my last question for you, Michael, is you know, one company that you admire right now for their fresh take. A firm. Are you familiar with a firm? They kind of popped to the top of my head. They went remote first. I mean, first of all, I've I've, I've kind of followed them on LinkedIn and different social channels for um, a few years now. I like their, I'm I'm a user. I I think their, their product is fantastic. And so whenever I like a product, I usually like to drill down and kind of see what's 
what's happening under the hood in terms of how they treat employees and how they handle, you know, DEI strategy. And, and they're just somebody that they're, they're uh, you can tell the engagement level on, you know, platforms of their employees have a lot of pride. They announced remote first. I know one or two people who who work at a firm and feel really enormously supported. And then if you if you pop onto their website and you kind of look at their uh, their diversity and inclusion page, I think is is brilliant and very transparent. And it does not feel like it's performative. Um, you know, you really get a sense that this is important to them. And that they put them, they they put their own metrics right out there. Wow! Um, I think which I can can't be, wait to check it out. Thank you yeah, for the tip. Yeah, which can be intimidating sometimes. Um, I love the way they write their job postings. I love yeah. So that that's a company that that sort of popped top of mind. I always think about um, Patty McCord too from from Netflix. She is somebody who you know I've listened to her TED Talk and I've heard a few podcasts and somebody who I just you know, admire her perspective. And I, and I really admire what Netflix um, has done in terms of their HR strategy and how they handle kind of people and culture as well. Yeah. Wonderful. Two really good ones. Thank you so much for sharing your perspectives here today on the future of work and just on, on you know, I feel like we've got some good actionable tips from you on, on how to think about the next several months. So really appreciate you taking the time to be here. Thank you. I've loved it. Are we done already? We're done already. And everyone listening, thank you for listening. And don't forget to stay fresh.